felt that I didn't have the decision-making power that would support my life. I felt powerless and I felt ashamed. Oh, I knew how to answer questions out of a book. And if the teachers gave me a, an assignment, I knew how to answer that. But there comes a time when you begin to look at the strength of your decisions, which is really a byproduct of the strength of your self-awareness, which is a byproduct of a how of self-perception and it's a byproduct of confidence. And sometimes when we lack confidence, we are afraid to give our lives over to a decision that we must make or choices that we must make. So we begin to search the earth for smart people and people that we can trust, people who are as close to a high standard as we can perceive and we begin to ask them for advice because we believe they should know. They look like they know, so we ask those who know because we don't know. And it's not that we're ignorant of the question. We lack confidence in our ability to give our lives over to the decisions that we make because we believe we're gonna fail, because we perceive ourselves as failures. And we already know the secrets in our life that we haven't completed everything we thought of in ourselves because we felt, and maybe innately we feel God made a mistake with us. Maybe, maybe we feel that even though we know of God, we, we understand the idea of God. We feel that our parents made us. We don't actually think we are an innate, divine byproduct of the intelligence of everything that is wise. And so we know that, and we can accept being a label. We can accept being Christian. We can accept being a God brand because our lack of confidence in our decisions or the shallowness of the decisions that we continue to make uh, hinder us from moving forward. Oh, we can make a decision on if we're going to get gas for the car. We can make a decision on, okay, what show or what movies are we going to go to? What do I have a taste for? I've got a taste for some chicken. What you got a taste for? Some fish. But when it comes to making life-sustaining decisions, what is love? What is my relationship? How, um, what am I going to do in life? How will I exist in the world? It's easy to say, get a job. But how do I take my vision, something in my heart that I've never seen, and I, how do I get the confidence to get up and do that? How do I get the confidence to follow my own thinking? Because see, if you don't love yourself, you're not gonna pay for yourself. If you don't really like yourself, you're going to find another company to pay for your existence. Because if you don't love yourself or when you don't love yourself, you are hindered from feeding yourself. Because you won't feed or love anything that you have no interest in. If you have no interest in you, you won't pay attention to you. If you're not paying attention to you, you won't feed you. And you won't listen to you. Because you don't see you. And you get angry because you want other people to see you. But no one can see what you don't. Or someone may see who you don't, 
and you're angry with their synopsis because you are afraid to be held accountable and responsible to the image that they see you are. And you begin to scream, let me be me. But if you don't see you, you can't be me. How can you be me if you don't see me? How can you be you if you don't see you? You can't be what you don't see and you can't be what you don't like. So when Jesus tells us to seek the kingdom first, I can't determine what that kingdom is. I could describe a lot of things. I could describe so many things. And I could say the kingdom is this or that. And I wouldn't be giving it justice. Maybe the kingdom is the first thing you lost. Maybe that's why he says, seek the kingdom first. Seek first the kingdom. In other words, what's your reason why? Seek why you want to be. Seek why. What's the end result that you see in your mind? What have you, what is it that you see that's totally arrested your habits, your disciplines, and your consistency? Because sometimes we're not consistent with life because nothing has arrested us. We're sort of wandering, living every day, looking at what we could like. So we have multiple interests and we sort of chase interests consistently. We sort of just move about without knowing what has arrested us and caught our character and caught our disciplines. We don't know. And so when you're wandering, you can't find vision. You can't find a purpose. You're just trying to find the next safe place to reside for the evening. And we're like that in relationships. We're like that in our careers. We're like that in spiritualities. We are looking for a place to find comfort in. Something we could trust better than ourselves to stop us from wandering. But not, there is nothing outside of you better than you. And once you find peace with you, once you find out that you love the fact that you're from God and you genuinely love it authentically, to, it will arrest your discipline. But if your disciplines and habits haven't been arrested, it's not because you're weak or don't know anything. Well, maybe it's because you don't know you. If you don't know you, you won't be arrested by good things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, what's your epitome of why? You, you, you can tell what people usually want by how they move about and what they consistently talk about. You can feel the energy of what they want in their life. There are some people who seek money. Well, when they talk, that's all they say. They're constantly looking for that. Some people are looking for love. Whatever. Some people are looking for relationships. Some people don't know what they're looking for. But when there is an end in your heart, an end result, it will determine the habits and disciplines that are held captive. They, your, 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 your habits have been seized by a purpose. And no one could just give you a purpose. And you just can't conjure up a purpose. A purpose is an end, E-N-D, something you see that gives joy something that you see that gives righteousness. 
something, and I can't determine what the righteousness is. But whatever it is, whatever it is that you feel you lost first, and that's why we're told and, and instructed and inspired, seek first the kingdom and righteousness, and everything else will come to you. There's a scripture that says money answers all things. And then Jesus said, seek first the kingdom and its righteousness and things, all things will be added. Now we know money answers things, but what answers a consciousness? What answers a spirit? What answers soul? Money can't answer a consciousness. It can answer a thing. And maybe we haven't determined the difference between our consciousness and things. It would be good to do that. So, I, whatever you see in me are the things that I felt I was lost or the things I feel I lacked. I felt that I once lacked. You know, I have mentors, they all passed away, but I love their confidence and their ability to accept their decisions. They, they had a confidence that didn't cause them to gamble with their lives because when you don't really love yourselves, you're afraid to lose, you're afraid for an idea to fail because you feel that's the work of you. And I loved being around people who were not afraid to make a choice, even if the choice would crumble. And in my life, I lacked it. I felt I needed it. I lacked the confidence. Forgive me for crunching, I'm eating a peppermint. I, I, I lacked the confidence of it. And so when I overcame the fear of being powerful, I became that. Because I couldn't believe anything in the universe would just listen to me and do what I asked. I had to get over the fear of having authority. I had to get over the fear and the shame that it was me saying it. Because it's hard to find vision when you hate yourself. If you haven't discovered a purpose, it's not because who's ever teaching you or mentoring you is not explaining it right. Because it's hard for a mentor who loves themselves to teach people who don't love themselves and to transfer the information to people who are residing in self-hate. A teacher who loves themselves can't teach people who hate themselves. Because if you teach a person who hate themselves, they would never be able to listen to the insight or the principle. They won't trust it. Because when the mentor causes the student to take responsibility for themselves, that's when the disruption happens. Because you can't be powerful hating yourself. You won't be powerful and you won't be consistent in life, especially in positive things, if you're continually hating yourself. So the first thing you have to capture is how to love yourself. Now, if you see your mentor loving themselves, how do they do it? That's to those who have mentors who find themselves still being inconsistent in life realities. But a lot of things mentor you. Life, 
And sometimes you don't want life to be a mentor because sometimes life won't tell you the secret, but it'll tell you the truth. Life won't tell you how to get there, but it'll reveal where you've been or where you have yet to go. It'll, it'll reveal poverty and debt and fear and, and depression and anxiety. It will tell you the truth, but it won't tell you the secret. It won't tell you where to go, but it'll tell you that you're not there, you know? Yeah. So, recover love. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what your kingdom is. I can't tell you what you lost. Because whatever you feel your life lost, that's what you go get. And Jesus said, it should be righteousness connected to it. Something that causes you to become authentically true and pure. Whatever that is in, the pur in that purpose or in that righteousness that you seek has to be something that brings out a truth in you. That's righteousness. That's right. So many people are looking for things to accomplish without becoming the truth. So seeking the kingdom first is to pursue what you feel your life have lost and let it bring you and usher you into real truth. Let yourself live no longer as a lie. Let it empower you to live where you don't have to be a chameleon and be everything to everybody and find yourself searching again. Okay? I'm Andre. And uh, it's good talking to you. Peace.